Are you finding yourself wanting to focus less on your body, but yet someone else maybe says something about your body, or maybe they're constantly saying something about your body, and you're instantly launched into overly thinking about your body, wondering how to respond, maybe even mad that they're making these comments. If this is you, listen in. We're going to dive into this topic. Welcome to the Love Your Food, Love Yourself, Love Your Life podcast. I am Tammy, your fun-loving and often quirky host. I have been a dietitian for close to 20 years where I've helped countless women transform not only their relationship with food, but more importantly themselves. I believe to my core that as you start peeling back the layers to loving your food and yourself, you end up loving your life like never before. And now is the time, my friend. It is time to break up with diet culture, shift your current stories, rev up your internal wisdom, and recognize that every body, regardless of size, not only deserves dignity and respect, but can be healthy because your habits and how you love on yourself is truly what matters. In this podcast, we have real conversations about struggles, insecurities, and false beliefs with loving ourselves and each other through the lens of curiosity, anti-judgment, intuitive eating, spirituality, journaling, and a heaping dose of laughter, maybe some tears, but always a whole lot of realness. Hey friends, come on in. I am excited to talk with you today about this topic because I know this happens all the time. So, you know, you start in on this journey and you're like, okay, I'm going to stop focusing on my body so much. But then you start noticing kind of everyone around you (laughs) is focusing on not only their body, but they're probably focusing on your body as well. And, you know, it's really easy to kind of get instantly launched into the like, "Ah, would they just stop, you know, making these comments? And they, you know, you just kind of start getting into, of course, all these feelings. I mean, totally natural and normal that you would have feelings about somebody saying something or commenting or even referencing your body. And so today I want to talk about, you know, how to handle those comments, of course. As well, I want to kind of talk about just kind of taking that bigger global, you know, look. So kind of taking a step back first from that more intimate experience that you probably experience when you're having a conversation with somebody or or something like that. So I just I invite you to really kind of take a minute and kind of go go up and above and kind of look at the world from a like a bird's eye view. So what you'll start to notice, right, is that our culture is so wrapped up in telling others that they look great if they're smaller. But yet often, if someone's body size has increased, they whisper about it behind their back. Now, I know there's a few people out there, right? Some friends or family members that will say these kind of things to your face. And personally, I love those people because if they were to say it directly to my face, like it's much easier to challenge them. Um, but of course, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. But if you were to continue really kind of taking that more bird's eye view and not just from the world, but looking at your bird's eye view of, you know, your life and you can look at other people's lives as well, if that's helpful, but 
I'm curious if you've ever maybe noticed, you know, that weight gain oftentimes happens during life transition times or stressful times. You know, so for example, when somebody moves out of their home, it's very common that people gain weight. Now, I know everybody jokes around about it. You know, if you're going to college, they're like, oh, you're going to gain the college 10 or 15 or 20, whatever it is now. I don't even know what the terminology is now. But there's like almost this joke, right? Or then people say, oh, you know, you get married and you let yourself go. Or once oh, you had kids, this, right? So these are all transitions in life. So, you know, moving out of the home, getting married, which you may or may not have lived with that person before. And so if you're learning how to co-occupy space <laughs> with another human being that you haven't done before, that can be extremely stressful. Of course, becoming a mother, our hormones change and life just changes. Our life is no longer our own. Or maybe it's even just starting a new job, right? So starting a new job or moving or there's lists out there, right, about all of these things that are really stressful. But anyways, no matter what it is, all that it has in common, right, is that these are life transitions and stressors, okay? So I want to invite you to really kind of take a minute to think about this and think about your life history. So if you were to draw a graph of both your weight fluctuations, and your life stressors, I'm guessing they likely follow a very similar pattern. So I really invite you to take some time with that and allow the ahas to come through and be like, wow, okay, so yeah, my fluctuations probably went beyond just what I was eating and how I was moving. There's a, there's a lot of other facets at play here, including including stress. Stress is a, a you know a big indicator of our bodily responses in multiple ways, not just weight, but you know in in multiple multiple ways. But sadly, we don't talk about this as a culture for the most part, even though it is quite scientifically based and it has been shown time and time and time and time again. And, you know, I hear it all the time from every time I ask a client, it's like, oh yeah, of course, you know, you can, you can look at this, but instead what we are talking about as a culture, I say we, meaning cumulative culture, right? Uh, We talk about size of a body as if it's a moral quality and being a certain size is is better or it makes you a better person or you're a not as great person. You know, we put a lot of assignments to the size of a body. And, you know, I just have to kind of say, again, this is from a, a big bird's eye view. Okay. And then we'll start breaking this down for you is what if the conversations around bodies, <laughs> number one, maybe we just don't need to have them as much. But number two, really, you know, what if when we notice that hmm, someone's weight has, has shifted and this can be in either direction, but if, if you're close to somebody and you're noticing that their physical size has, has shifted, you know, could that be an opportunity to say, wow, I really need to kind of check in with how this person is doing because likely there is something really stressful happening in their life. 
you know, what would our world be like if we all did that for each other, right? Now, I know if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, heck yeah, I would love for somebody to take that approach. However, (laughs) the only way that they're probably going to be taking that approach is if they're listening to this with you and they feel exactly the same way and they're having the exact same ahas, right? So it'll take some time, right, before we can get to that point. But, you know, I'm a dreamer. (laughs) I like to think big. And so, you know, this is one of my dreams, right, in the future is that we can stop equating body size to anything besides that's how someone is experiencing their life. And if, in fact, there is some fluctuations without intention, then we need to check in with that person on a very human basis, you know, of, of how they are and and what's going on and really allow them that space to explore what's going on. Because oftentimes people may or may not even recognize that, hey, my body is responding before I even cognitively know that there's some emotional stress and, you know, things running around in my body. So if we could only shift our signals from our our body basically talking to us instead of all of the other things our culture has given it meaning to. I just, I feel really hopeful for our future and our future generations. I would, I would really love that. So anyhow, now to shift as promised into talking about, okay, so someone's not on that level and someone is in your circle or even within, not even your close circle, but, you know, say, hey, it's maybe just somebody at the grocery store or something like that. But you have somebody who you're in relationship with, you're in proximity to, okay? And they say something to you. And you're instantly like, whoa, (laughs) I just want to tell this person to, you know, maybe some foul words or something like that. Or maybe you go into kind of like shutdown mode and you're like, oh my gosh, I have nothing I can say. And you just, you're like, "Uh uh-huh. And you smile and you nod and you walk away. And then you spend, you know, the rest of the day, like worrying about it and thinking about it and thinking, I could have said this and I could have said that. And, you know, I know we've all been there. Um, Or on the flip side, you know, maybe they're giving you a compliment and you're like, oh, hey, yeah, this is, I'm feeling really good. You know, and I've, I've talked to so many people out there that tell me about how all of these positive body comments actually perpetuated them to stay in diet culture and to continue to strive for getting those comments because it's like a positive feedback. You know, our brain's like, oh, yay, (laughs) we get we get positive attention if I, you know, continue to do this thing. And having enough of those experiences over time can fuel not only disordered eating, but also an eating disorder. Anyways, these comments can go, you know, in in a lot of different directions. So it's important for, you know, you to know that, hey, how can I handle body comments, you know, whether they're good or bad, right? Like, like, how do I handle this? Okay. And so, you know, your first step to handling these comments is going to be to activate your self-awareness. And this may happen over time, but, you know, really I want you to, and you can maybe even do it now, if you can really take yourself into picturing when it is that you oftentimes receive body comments, so you can be thinking about your own situation, okay, when do I receive body comments? Really, like, take yourself into that experience and say, all right, 
how do I, how do I feel? Like what's happening, you know, in, in my body? Like, am I getting stressed? Am I getting tense? Am I wanting to just kind of freeze and walk away? Right? Like what's happening for, for me and what's coming up for me? And then the next step, of course, is being compassionate to whatever it is that's coming up for you. Okay. And just, I'm just here to kind of hold that space for you and to tell you whatever's coming up for you is, is perfectly acceptable. Okay. And it's perfectly normal that, you know, whatever that reaction is, it's, it's totally fine. That reaction is going to be basically a protective reaction, right? That reaction is there because it's trying to protect you as a human being. (laughs) And so, you know, just kind of be compassionate and wrap that reaction a little bit and, you know, give it some love. And now let's, let's move into thinking about how do you want to react in the future? And so there's a difference between reacting and responding. In the past, you've probably been reacting, right? Because it's your nervous system gets triggered and boom, you react and you're like, you either, like I said, lash out or close down, right? One of the two. Or maybe another option, but ultimately your nervous system has been pinged and it's reacting to protect you. And so what we're going to do is, again, we're going to, you're going to be really compassionate with yourself there and you're going to say, okay, it's okay that I was reacting that way. There was no shame in reacting that way. My, I was doing what I knew how, right? And now we're going to think about, okay, how can we maybe respond So like I said, there's a difference between reacting and responding. And in order to respond, what you're going to need to do is when you can start to notice that little bit of that that trigger, right? Or know that, hey, when someone says a body comment, I'm going to be triggered, whether you, you know, (laughs) you feel it or not. And kind of have a, a plan in place, right? Of like, okay, how am I going to calm that nervous system. And so it can either be from shifting your thoughts. So you can notice that you might have some habitual habit responses that are, you know, coming up. So what do you habitually, you know, just want to do? And and what are your thoughts, right, that are coming up? So you could intentionally shift those. You could shift your thoughts. It could be just as much of, you know, maybe doing some deep breaths or <laughs> saying, oh, Like as soon as I say something, just saying, oh, can you give me a minute? I'll be right back. Especially if you're in, say, a family member's home and they've said something and you're like, ah, I don't know how to respond. (laughs) You know, I know I need to, I want to like respond. I don't want to react. So, you know, you kind of go in that freeze a little bit. So give yourself time and just say, oh, I'll be right back. You know, make up, make up a reason. I don't know. I have to go to the bathroom or or whatever you need. Okay. So you want to. You know, kind of calm that that nervous system a little bit to give yourself some time to, to think about how it is that, that you want to respond, okay? And the more that you do this, you won't have to necessarily intentionally give yourself some space and time to respond. The more that you're able to do this, and even if you're able to, like I said, right now, be really thinking about and putting yourself as if you're in that situation and be picturing yourself, you know, having these responses. So the more you can do that and the, and the more you can practice, you know, the, these type of things will get easier and easier. I mean, I know it's tempting to say, I want to change the world. <laughs> I want everyone to respond differently to me, right? But the reality is, is that um, they're not going to change overnight and 
really their comment is more about what they are experiencing from diet culture. Okay. So if you didn't hear the episode on how to be compassionate when others suck, I would highly recommend (laughs) listening to that. Um, But you know, really the comments that people make actually don't have anything to do with you. And so that's going to be another important piece to recognize is that when somebody says something to you about your body and your weight, it's not actually about you. I know that it feels like it's about you. Believe me, I know that it feels like it's about you. I just want to really say that again. Okay. I know that it feels like it's about you, but it really isn't. It's about their own kind of life interpretations. It's about where they are at in diet culture. It's about where, you know, what influences they have had. It's probably about how they feel about their body. Okay. So when people say those things to you, that could be a helpful step is to just remember, hey, these comments aren't about me. I'm not going to take these personal. I am going to calm myself and I am going to respond in a loving way that I need. So even though that those comments are not about you, you still can set up what it is that you need in that conversation. You have a few ways of doing this. And let's start with like how to handle it if someone compliments you for quote unquote looking good. Okay. You know that they inherently mean weight loss, right? And I've heard this time and time and time again. So many people tell me, they'll say, I've started in on this intuitive eating journey and I haven't lost any weight, but everyone keeps telling me how good I look. And here's the thing is you you do look much better because you're more at peace and calm and relaxed and your energy that's kind of coming off of you we call it that a vibration right like what energy you're vibrating off of your body is is much more like loving and compassionate and free and so people pick up on that right there's a whole episode on vibrations by the way <laughs> if you um haven't heard that and you're like what the heck is just Tammy talking about there but you know, there's a whole episode on vibrations, but that's what's happening, right? Is people pick up on the fact that, that you're feeling better, but the only thing that they know is, oh, that person must have lost weight because they're looking better, right? Because they don't, they don't know what you know. So what you can do in this situation is you can reframe it to your new truth, okay? Of course, find what works good to you and you know, be really authentic in what it is that you're saying. But you could say something like, thank you. I have taken so much weight off of my shoulders by stopping worrying about food and body. I'm so glad it's showing, right? Or I feel so much lighter and more alive than ever before. How are you, right? And you kind of like quickly turn it to them. How are you? Because the thing is, is people love talking about themselves. So if you turn the direction to them, They'll start talking about themselves and then boop, 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 you know, that conversation is off. Now, if you have a loving family member or close friend or or spouse or somebody who will point out to your face about weight gain, again, I want you to notice the habit response and ask yourself, okay, what do I habitually want to do here? Do you maybe want to go into diet rebel mode and tell everyone off, right? Or do you take that step back to recognize, okay, this is 
about them. They're just as impacted by diet culture as me. And then through kind of that, that lens of more love and compassion that you now have for your experience, you can have compassion for their experience. And you can just say, I would prefer not to talk about my weight. And you can leave it there if needed. Okay. Now for some, I know that they have to take this kind of the next step further and this, you need to decide on your own, like what feels most comfortable to you and what's also going to help you the most, right? There's a, sometimes a little bit difference there between what's going to be comfortable and what's going to be helpful. And sometimes you have to find that happy medium. So if, if you need to take it a little bit further, you can say, I would prefer not to talk about my weight. If we continue talking about weight, I will blank or blank, right? Like, or you can just say, I will blank. So for example, I will leave the room. I will go downstairs. I will leave, leave your house. <laughs> I will ask you to leave my house. You know, like whatever it is, you have to assign a consequence. And so that's part of stating a loving boundary is you say, I would prefer, or this is my need and this is going to be the consequence if this continues. Now, if you do state a consequence, you do need to follow through on it, okay? Because depending upon the person, they might not even register what you said fully until the consequence happens. And they'll be like, oh, wow, okay, she was really serious about that, right? So again, this is just an option. Another option would be for you to say something like, I prefer to talk about something else. Let's chat about blank. Okay. So again, you're not really even giving it attention. You're just saying, I'd like to talk about something else. And you open the conversation to that other thing. Um, and so this is just, you know, simply moving the attention, moving everything. And more often than not, that's a really simple solution to that. You know, you always have the option to, of course, you know, go into full diet rebel mode, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, again, you'll really need to ask yourself what's going to really help your healing journey the most, okay? Out of all of these options, you know, really what's going to help you the most? Um, the reality is, is every single situation when people bring up body comments could look really different for you. And I, and I fully recognize that and honor that. So all that I was sharing today were some common things that I hear over and over and over again. Okay. And oh, one more actually I wanted to share because we shared more about like if we're having more intimate type conversations, but sometimes it happens, you know, just with say, I don't know if you go to get coffee at some place, you know, every week or every day or something like that. Um, and that person says something, right? You might say, oh, I'd, I'd prefer not to talk about my weight. You know, how's your day going at work, right? Like you can still use those same type of things that we talked about there. But of course, like there's not oftentimes as much energy in there because there's not as, as much of a relation there. But nevertheless, you know, if you're like, hey, <laughs> I just want to let anyone know who says this, that like, hey, this is, you know, these type of comments are not for me. All right. And what you're going to find likely is that at first this might feel really challenging, but then over time and you do this more and more, you're like, wow, that's so freeing. All right. So I really invite you to just go at your pace with, with doing this. 
don't overly fret over if you're doing it right or did you say the right thing? Did you do the right thing? Because again, all of that type of stuff, all that type of overthinking and all of that is not going to help your healing. Okay. So you really just want to focus in on, you know, what's going to help my journey the most and, you know, how can I stop these body comments kind of in their tracks in a way that feels, you know, really good for me. Okay. And just really trust yourself that, that you can definitely do this. All right. So transformational takeaway for today is that body comments to you (laughs) are not actually about you. They are merely a reflection of what the other person is experiencing. And you have a choice on how to respond in the way that really feels best for you. All right. Much love, everybody. Thank you so much for taking precious time out of your day to connect here. You listened because there is some part of you that is interested in learning to love your food, love yourself, and love your life. But if you're like most women, you have already been down this road before, wishing, hoping, and wanting for something to finally actually work, but things don't change. That being said, If you're committed to creating long-term change, then whatever you do, consider joining our brand new Uplift community. It's a private and safe Facebook community where you're supported by peers and two professional dietitians and intuitive eating counselors. Again, thank you so much for being here. Much love.